this morning. In this manner, therefore pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Beloved, now are we the children of God. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today and are careful to observe them. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the phrases of him who has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Thank you. Oh, I tell you what. Well, the title of my message is, is Walking in Your Royal Identity. And I want to use that this morning for a purpose of what I would call powering up our faith. This is a faith kingdom based upon, you know, faith of the Lord Jesus Christ that's been invested in us. And so we're going to power up our faith. You know, many times we need to take a trip down memory lane. We need to take a fresh look at God's Word. We need to tap into the Holy Spirit. Yes. A memory trip. We should not just get melancholy be in our memory trip. Our faith should be bolstered. You know that faith is, is so powerful in our lives. God has recorded it in his book for us to read and, 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 and you know, uh, uh, pay attention to how, how expansive and how faith works in so many areas when we have just faith in God. It was faith in God's power that caused, you know, Caleb, you know, to look at uh, the land of Canaan with its giants and say, we're well able to do it. Let's go do it then. It was faith in God's care that Job was able to say, you know, though he slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. It was faith, you know, that, that went ahead and, you know, caused Enoch to have a, a major translation when he was transported out of this earth to heaven, bypassing what we normally, you know, go through as in death. 
That same faith empowered Noah to, to build that, that ark. And, and what a great feat. And all the time he was building the ark, he was preaching about God. It says he was a preacher of righteousness. That same faith is what caused Abraham to obey the call of God for his life. See, it's faith in God. It says that he didn't know where he was going. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> oh, think about that. I mean, so that should give mercy to me, right? If Abraham didn't know where he's going, I don't know. He's have to know where I'm going. But I do have to have faith in God. You know, and the call that God puts upon it. You know, and that same faith. We hear the story, but it's so powerful. It took the barrenness of, 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 of Sarah, you know, and made it fruitful. You know, and begin to launch, you know, uh, what we have still, still today. An amazing, amazing thing of the life of faith and the the power of the power of faith walking in your royal identity i'm convinced that god wants us to cast off our false identities I believe that he wants to put on, wants us to put on the royal, rich wardrobe that we have been given as his heirs. Beloved, now are you the sons of God. You are a chosen generation. We need to understand that we have inherited this royalty. Absolutely. We have inherited it. A, 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 a royalty that has positioned us and destined us and given us divine purpose. In order to, to really walk in our identity, we need to understand we have a Father. That verse in Matthew 6 and 9. Our Father which art in heaven. It has been called the fatherless generation. Speaking naturally. There's not a real strong identity of who they are. My. See, understanding not only our Father God, but that close relationship 
If you've had a great relationship with your father, your mind will start to run. And you know what I mean? And those special memories, those special times. But this is the father is the, who gives life. He's the supreme authority and has created all things. Having that proper image of him, it's essential to in centering our lives. So that it's not just a, you know, a, a, a tenet that we read, but it's in a relationship that we can embrace. You've been given the privilege and the honor to say, Abba Father or my Father. Have you been doing that? Take the freedom and the liberty. My Father. Father, you need to believe in your heavenly father because your heavenly father believes in you. Oh, yes. It is, it is that knowledge of God's fatherliness in us that gives us security as God's children. Ephesians 4 and 16 says, He's, His breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God and robust in love. Is vital to our identity. Because how you see your father is going to have a great impact on how you see yourself. Oh, yes. He believes in us. And that this is a father-son relationship. It gives us security, identity, destiny, and, and hope. Our Father, which art in heaven. Mm. Today, uh, I want to encourage us to, to activate your sonship. It's crucial to your spiritual journey. It's really time to claim your crown as a royalty. Not to put a snobby nose on you, but to give you, you know, a sense of belonging, purpose, you know what I mean? And, and you know, future. You're familiar with Prince Harry. 
He's been in the news and how he has chosen not to take up the responsibility of his royal family. He is royal by birth. But that position must be received and accepted of his own volition. And he chose not to walk in the responsibility and the role and even the honor. Activating your, your sonship. Romans 8 and 15, you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Oh, hallelujah. Come on now, church. But you've received the spirit of adoption. By whom we cry, Abba, Father. There's been an amazing work that's happened in our lives when we put our faith in Jesus Christ because John 1 and 13 says this, says you were born not of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God. Yes. There's a lot going on. We're in the process of being perfected into our family likeness is so true. But you need to know this morning that your passage into sonship is through Jesus Christ. We are heirs with God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Galatians 3.26 says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Galatians 4 and 7, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Our passage to sonship is through Jesus Christ. Activate your sonship. Stand in that divine identity. Oh, yes. So that situations don't dominate you. Instead, of, instead, you dominate situations. I give you power over all of the works of the devil. You don't have to believe the lie. You have the capacity to believe the truth. Oh, stand in our identity. It says in Hebrews chapter 5, but as Christ, as a son over his own house, whose house we are. Then he goes on to say, if we hold fast the confidence and rejoicing of hope firm to the end. That is, if we go ahead, you know, and accept our royalty. Learn to see yourself as a son of God. Yes. 
we've been adopted personally by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. There are some things that we don't, you know what I mean, you know, have a clear picture on. But you don't have to wait to realize you are a son of God. As royalty of the royal family of God, we're to be a positive reflection of our Father the King. A positive reflection. We are to be light carriers. We need to understand that you have worth and value. It says that creation, Romans chapter 8, is, is waiting for us to recognize our sonship. Man. There's a couple of stories in the Bible that picture when you lose your identity of your royalty and your sonship. The first one I want to point out to is David. David and Goliath. Israel had lost their identity as the people of God. They were in a stalemate. Go nowhere. Fighting for life, but not living that life. Along comes David who is just a boy, but he understands his identity. Notice the difference in the approach to life and to the Goliaths, to the enemies. Wait a minute. Do you see that? See, it's, it's really important. Your sonship identity and recognizing is this because here's what God said in Jeremiah 49 and 1. He said, he, 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 he ad, God asked this question. Are there no sons? 
He asked the question because Malcolm, that is a, a, a spirit that had occupied the land of God's people. And nobody was challenging him. Nobody was challenging that spirit. In David's case, nobody was challenging Goliath. Are there no sons? What's he saying? When you recognize your sonship, you will rise up. Oh, hallelujah. There's another story of lost identity. But sonship recovery. And that's Gideon. Gideon is in hiding. Gideon is living in fear. Gideon, what are you doing here? Don't you know you're stronger than this? Oh, thou mighty van of valor. Duh. And he began to point out all the things that had taken away his identity. This didn't happen, that didn't happen, you know what I mean? You know, I got stories after stories. But Gideon recovered, didn't he? Now listen to this, church. When Gideon recovered his identity, he went out into battle and listen what he said. Listen to what he said. The sword of the Lord and who? Gideon. It will always be the sword of the Lord and you. Your victory, your overcoming will always be the sword of the Lord and you. Paul wrote in Ephesians, therefore taking the sword of the Spirit. Who has the sword? Give the Lord a praise. You do. I do. Hallelujah. Taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Amen. You must weld the sword for your personal victory that's already been granted.
David manifested the spirit of sonship. Gideon recovered the spirit of sonship. Oh, hallelujah. Choose to live as royalty. Let's look at some of the things that being a son brings to you. Among those which we've already mentioned. First of all, being a son grants, and that is son, not gender, son or daughter, you know, grants you unlimited nearness to God. Unlimited nearness to God. He says, I'll be a father to you. You'll be my sons and daughters, says the Lord God Almighty. Oh, hallelujah. It changes your self-image. It'll get you out of the camp. It'll make you rise up and challenge the squatters. Are there no sons? You see, it was the sons that were supposed to take dominion. We're in a battle, church. We're in a battle. We need, you know what I mean, to robe ourselves in this sonship royalty. I love what Song of Solomon said in 4 and 7, you are all fair, my love, and there is no spot in you. There's another story where sonship living was restored. That's the story of the prodigal son. Think about it. Sonship living was, was restored. He was not identified by his sin. He was identified by his sonship. Apparently, that sonship side of living can die. This, my son, was dead. He need to have sonship living restored. Oh, 
how does sonship living get restored? When you come. The word from CWs, what was it? Come. It says when he came to himself and when he came to the Father, sonship living was restored. Not by his own initiative, not by his own strength, but by his coming. You see, church, there are some graces and mercy that are automatic. And there are other graces and mercies where to receive, you must come. Hebrews chapter 4, I believe it is. Maybe not, 4.12. Anyway, it's in Hebrews. I'll find it for you if you need it. Therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may receive grace and mercy in that time of need. Notice that. The provision is there. It just has to have us to come as sons. Give the Lord a praise. Come as sons. We have received mercy. We have received grace. And life just is blessed with mercy and grace. Yes, it's four, Hebrews 4.16. I was thinking 12 was 4.16. When that prodigal son came, he received a robe, which is the sonship mantle, a robe of distinction. He's getting his identity back. Hallelujah. He's getting his identity back. He received, you know, shoes of sonship. In those days, it was only sons that wore sandals. Slaves were barefooted. Shoes are that divine protection from the elements that hurt your feet. All of those creatures that carry poison, all of those creatures that could bite, could bite you. But the shoes were that barrier. Paul, after his shipwreck, he ended up on this island and in the process of recovering and warming himself, there was a serpent that jumped out of the fire and bit him. Paul 
was not moved because he had shoes of sonship. He understood his royal bloodline. And he shook it off. This sonship you enjoy, inseparable love. Romans chapter 8 says that there isn't anything that can separate you. I mean, and doesn't he call, cover a large territory? <laughs> Things that you can't even see. Oh, hallelujah. You know, I wonder, I, I just wonder, what might be, you know, the real extent of except we become as little children? My little granddaughter just reaches. See, see, and then yours, your children, your, yours did do when they're small enough. Jaden, you can't, you can't, your dad can't pick, pick you up anymore, okay? But you can still reach for him, all right? <laughs> but she, she's not worried about acceptance. She just reaches. She just reaches. Did you know that as sonship, there's economic favor? I will make you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. That was a blessing for Abraham. And the blessings of Abraham are supposed to be able to come on us, you know what I mean, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, the Holy Spirit's the one that, that you know what I mean, that inaugurates. He's the, he's the administrator of it all. Psalms 23 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You have a bad day? Hang in there. There's many good days coming. That's right. There's many good days coming. They shall follow me all the days of my life. My God shall supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. Oh, by Christ Jesus. I'll ask the musicians to come today. The original blessing becomes the eternal blessing. Psalms 103 lists 28 benefits of the redeemed life. When sonship living is reactivated in our life, there is such a thing as a bounce back spirit. 
Samson bounced back. Job bounced back. Peter bounced back. Romans 8 says we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. Quit quitting on God. Let me read you some I am affirmations of our identity in Christ, who God says you are. Isaiah 62, three and four says, I am a crown of beauty and a royal diadem in the hand of the Lord. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says, I am filled with joy because God is my strength. Zephaniah 3 and 17 says, I am his beloved. The Lord your God is in the midst of you, a mighty one who will save you. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love, and he will exalt over you with loud singing. We are seen by God. We are marked by God. We are God's treasure. I am alive in Christ. I am God's masterpiece. I am a hand-picked. I am healed. song that we sang I am who you say that I am David said I was young now I'm old to get old then. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. As the Father has loved me, so has he loved you, were the words of Jesus. Jesus tried to teach us what living like a son looks like. 
stand with me this morning. Hallelujah. Young people. See over here. Grasp it now. Hallelujah. You've got a heavenly father. Amen. Grasp it now, church, that sonship living can be restored. Can be restored. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Went to your earthly father who needed something. Yeah, I, I remember going to my earthly father. He's gone to heaven now, you know what I mean? But I remember going to him, you know, and I I needed some extra cash. <laughs> What has God called you to be a father of? You see, Abraham was called to be the father of many nations. Moses was called to lead Israel out of slavery. David was called to slay Goliath and to become a king. specific task you know arranged by God called by God amen and it looks a lot like where you're at right now <laughs> it does amen thank you Jesus go with God